Welcome to Being Church, a weekly online conversation hosted by ELCA Coaching Ministry with hosts Jill Beverlin, Jason O'Neill, and Tammy Devine. This episode on staying connected and caring for one another and our neighbor, recorded March 19, 2020, features Rev. Johann Berg, St. Philip's Lutheran Church, Mount Dora, Florida, and Rev. Jean Talley, Shepherd of the Hills Lutheran Church, New Glarus, Wisconsin. As we talked about how to present some things today, Johan and I uh, realized that we had both uh, essentially started looking at this from the same perspective, which is uh, through what's sometimes called a SWOT analysis. So you can see a uh, graphic on your screen that simply has four quadrants, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. For those of you who may not have seen this before or used it before, it really is that simple. You come up with lists of strengths, what you already have, what you're already good at, weaknesses, um, where, where you uh, might want to uh, have more than you do, um, what opportunities lie ahead, and then what threats uh, you will want to try to avoid. And uh, so to help you think about your own situation and what's going to be most useful for your context rather than trying to, to, to give you a bunch of ideas that may or may not fit, um, we were going to walk through a little bit of our own thought process through this. Um, and so, um, and we're going to focus on the strengths and, and opportunities and uh, keep it mostly on that positive note. Um, so I'm um, lucky enough that I've been able to stay where I am for 15 years, which means we've been through a lot together. Um, we've, we've had some really, really rocky times, um, but we've been able to come out really strong through that. And so, um, so I've been blessed in that I don't have leaders who are pushing back against anything that we're trying to do, um, but are really ready to step up and, uh, and support me and, and say, well, what's next? Um, and that includes, we started talking about this, um, a week ago, Monday, I thought council meeting, we got to talk about this COVID-19 thing, cause this is going to be coming and well, let's keep, be ahead of the curve. Oh my goodness. And then all of a sudden, by the end of that week, we were already way behind the curve. Um, but, but because we started talking about it, um, one of the things that came out of that was my council president was already um, planning to, to take our membership list and look at who's online, who's not. And so who do we need to make sure we're communicating with um, uh, and, and getting phone calls to? And then um, this morning she shared with me how she broke out our whole membership into um, uh, groups of eight or nine, and she's already got uh, different council members and other leaders assigned to each one of those groups uh, that can be in touch with them, checking in with them, calling on them, um, whether it's phone or email, um, so that everybody's getting checked in on. Um, and and it's, it's wonderful, you know, that it's a huge asset for us that we've got people who do those kinds of things. Um, um, we're surprisingly self-sufficient. We haven't had any requests for help yet. Um, the only communication I've had about help is people offering, hey, who needs help? How do we, how do we um, you know, who needs groceries bought for them? Who needs, you know, us to go pick up their medication for them? Um, and so we were like, this is great. Who else can we help? You know, school's going to be out. Are they going to need food? Well, no. Then the next day I get an email 
um, from my child's um, school principal. And, and our local school is not only um, feeding any child in the district who wants it, uh, but they're delivering these meals to your doorstep. Um, so we're like, okay, we don't need to do that either. Um, and, and so we've got, we've got lots of those sorts of, um, uh, of strengths, lots of those opportunities in our congregation, uh, within our community. Um, and then I've been relying on, uh, on these and learning with the other two that we've done already um, and relying on some other colleagues. Um, one that I'm really appreciative of, uh, many of you know Jonathan writes and know that he, goodness, spends half of his life on Zoom and other things like this in front of some sort of video camera, and he got a start in um, radio. And so as soon as I realized, goodness, I'm going to need to put something online for worship for like the first time ever, I'm like, okay, Jonathan, we're a small place. We have no budget for this set aside. What am I going to need? He's like, buy this $70 webcam. It's got, it's got two speakers on it, and, and it's waiting for me at Best Buy right now for me to go pick up. So, um, you know, so those are some of the, the strengths that I've found already uh, in our um, uh, in our situation here in New Glarus, I'm going to let Johan talk about some of his uh, there at St. Stephen's before we move on to opportunities we found. Yeah. Um, so everybody probably in the room today knows the whole business of asset mapping, right? To, to start to look at what you have uh, versus what you don't have. Um, I, I just took that approach a couple of days ago and said, all right, as we're looking to try to care for each other and for our neighbor, um, what are we actually doing now? And to, re- and to remind our people, uh, which I've done now in a couple different ways, a couple different communiques over the last 48 hours, leadership team to start with, and now congregation at, at large, to remind our people, um, just off the top of my head, I didn't go back to the org chart. I didn't look at all the ministry descriptions. I just ripped them off, you know. And what are we doing that's caring for each other that is really cool stuff? And I listed it. So to bring a memory to everybody to say, you know what, instead of be, I mean, the, the unspoken message is let's not get paralyzed about, like, what are we supposed to do? Let's look at what we do. And now the question is how do we pivot that, Right. How do we pivot it to to COVID nineteen? We are. It's not like we we stop doing stuff. It's what are we doing with what we who we are and what we do to a new reality. So there's a there's a strength there that people say, oh, of course, of course. Well, so okay. So I just I just listed them. You know, we got a visitation ministry, a really active visitation ministry. So how are they going to work now? And so helping them name how they're going to do it rather than me figuring out, you know, how they're going to do it. Um, we got small groups, right? Uh, we got the prayer request ministry. We got a new project going on for, for phone communication. We've got our, our e-letters, and we've got the website, and, you know, on and on and on, how, the, how we normally care for each other. So how are we going to pivot that? And now, of course, then you can turn to what new opportunities, what new ideas might surface. But let's use what, we do, what we're good at and make it shift. 
But here's a key thing that I've used that I'm leaning on heavily, and that is I want my people, my congregation, my leaders, all the way through to say, oh, we can do this, and um, they'll come up with the ideas of how to pivot. I don't have to tell them how to pivot, you know. So I asked the question, how can you use your strengths in the ministry you have now in the next X number of days you know, with COVID-19? And they're going to start churning it. I've already gotten some responses, right? So it's, it's taken the burden off of me, frankly, and putting it where it belongs with all of us. We, we've we got stuff we're really good at. Of course we have stuff we're, we're not good at. But we do have stuff we're good at. And so I just listed those and started that. And then the same thing with uh, uh, the neighbor. We've got the Lake Cares Food Bank. You know, we've got our next season of life senior center that, that we run on our campus. We've got uh, Lake Lake Kids. We're in Lake, the congregations in Lake Counties. The lakes everywhere. It's almost like Minnesota. And so what are we doing across the street that we're already really good at? Now, how are we going to pivot that for uh, to, to continue to reach folks? So I just listed them and then said, let's get in touch with everybody who's in charge of these things and let's figure, let, help them figure out how to be a part of the game, uh, to get in the game and make it happen. And then we're in this together. It's like, whoa, we don't have to just say we're in this together. We are in this together. And so that's the approach that I've been been taking. All of us in this room have stuff we're already doing to care for each other and to care for our neighbor. So let's really lean into that, and new stuff is going to pop up, um, like probably exponentially. Uh, yes, so where are we, uh, my friend Gene? Johan, you're like a server in a restaurant, man. Every time I go to type something in the chat area, you're calling on me. Uh -huh. So um, at Shepherd of the Hill, some of the opportunities we've seen. Um, uh, one is um, late this summer, we put out uh, a little free pantry, which are like the little free libraries, except it's got food in it. Anyone can put food in. Anyone can take food out. Nobody monitors it. Um, and so we're using this as an opportunity to share, try to share it even more widely that that's uh, available um, you know, both because we expect people as this drags on are going to need it more and more, but also uh, because people have been looking for ways to, to be involved and, and help, and that's an easy way to do that. Um, um, some of the opportunities come out of, of those strengths. Um, you know, the fact that I've got other leaders who are happy to organize um, things like our, our calling uh, chain that I was talking about, that means I've had more time to spend thinking about how are we going to do worship um, this Sunday and uh, in another colleague group I'm a part of, somebody mentioned sort of the the disconnect of the empty sanctuary at this time if you're starting to um, to stream worship for the first time. Um, and that got me thinking, yeah, maybe this is an opportunity um, to, to set up in my own home instead of, of doing it from a, an empty sanctuary. Uh, and model for people, hey, create some sacred space in your house. Um, use this one we meet, you know, use every day with your kids when you get together and, and do your, your Faith Five home huddles or whatever it is you do. Um, and um, 
you know, trying to look at this as um, one of the things I'm, I'm trying to keep in mind and keep in my leaders' minds is that um, if this really stretches on for months instead of weeks, um, that that's a lot of time for new patterns to be starting. Um, and what do we want those patterns to be? Um, and, and look at it from that from that kind of an opportunity standpoint. Um, and so um, not only how do we reinforce taking care of each other, um, but how can we use this to maybe even build some, some faith practices um, that would have been a lot harder in another situation um, to convince people to, to start doing. Um, so, uh, so that's how we're, uh, we're trying to plan um, worship for Sunday at this point. Um, and, um, and then, you know, the other thing is just when people are creative to, to try to share that, um, we've got a, a kid in our congregation whose birthday is next week. And obviously he's not going to be having the big birthday party that he expected to be. And so, you know, mom, mom was online asking like, how, how do we do something fun? And, uh, and, um, I've been working on a list so I can reply and say like, Get get the kids all online, you know, whether uh, whether it's through Zoom or Skype or whatever, um, you know. And I'm assuming these kids will all have a parent or someone at home with them, and and do like a really strange. Um, oh shit! I just forgot the word for it. Um, where you where you got a where you got a list of things you got to go find scavenger hunt, and um, you know, like like what's the oldest coin you can find in your house. You know, maybe it's got a story to it. Or, or what's one tool in your house that you bet nobody else has? I have one of my grandfather's old tools. I have no idea who came up with this. But it's, you know how uh, uh, players usually just, you know, open on a regular axis? No, this thing, you know, the handle's open like that, but the, the jaws actually stay horizontal. I, I don't understand how it works, but I bet nobody else has one of those. Um, and, just, and then to share these kinds of things... Um, you know, because so many of us are in the same, um, are in the same boat right now. Um, and, and look at these as opportunities to, uh, uh, to share and support, uh, one another and for that support to go out and out and out. I'm going to stop. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to suggest that we close, close our time here, uh, with going back, if we could just for a minute to. To this, the church's business is the mission of God. The mission of God is to bless and heal the world in Jesus Christ, and the church is open for business. So as you're thinking about caring for each other and others in creation, just use the strengths, keep talking, keep praying, stay safe, and follow those new leads. And I really like the sense of cultivating new habits here.